Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We're going to bring on our first guest. Um, he's my brother-in-law, uh, Chris Buddy Proctor. He's currently coaching at the Box Hill Hawks. And um, you're there, bud, what? Hey, mate, how you going? Good, mate. How's things? How's things in lockdown in Melbourne? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, the days are building up, but it's um, something we're all getting used to and just trying to do the right thing and, uh, you know, stay inside, exercise when we can and um, on to the next day. So, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer, but, uh, look, we're all going to try and do the right thing and, and get through it, I suppose. Now, buddy, you've played... I believe you've played a couple of hundred games of VFL. You've coached at a couple of VFL clubs and obviously currently at Box Hill. But you've just been introduced as Strut's brother-in-law. Is that your biggest claim to fame? <laughs> I think you put a cherry on the top with a couple of hundred games and all that jazz. But um, look, as each year goes by, your career gets better. So that's nice in retirement. Um, but yeah, it's Strut, I got introduced to Strut probably, oh, you know, seven or eight years ago up in Mildura when I went and watched Karina play in a netball and uh, the grand final up there. And ever since, he's been a, a legend amongst all of, uh, all of my sisters and siblings and uh, enjoying every moment. He's a legend. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Cam. He um, come down uh, to watch Karina play in a grand final and um, Buddy's like, when he was meant to be coaching Druin, instead Bob ended up taking over. He's like, come down and play here. So... Technically, Buddy's the one that got me down to drawing, so, um, which was probably about seven years, six years ago now. That's a while ago. Yeah, it's a while, mate, absolutely. Um, just going on about that, mate, just uh, speak a little bit about your junior career. Like You played, obviously started at drawing and then played a bit of Gippy Power. When I was growing up, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, typical country lad, like, um, you know, love my footy and cricket. Summer and winter, that's the only way forward, and... Uh, yeah, you know, love love my time playing at the Drawing Cricket Club. I'm lucky enough to have great mates and memories there. And, yeah, spent a little bit of time with, um, I guess, the, the system, the Gippsland Power um, program, which was, you know, so beneficial for me. Um, enabled me to be the person I am today, learning all about those common things you have to understand, you know, through resilience and uh, fitness and, you know, preparing yourself to play at a high level. And, um, yeah, really grateful for my time in the... I guess in the in the program with Gippy Power, and you know, I was fortunate enough to play for um, Vic Country. You know, uh, we won the national carnival that year. Played with some awesome players, and just uh, yeah, really good memories of my time. So, what were the names that were in that team? I know Colin Sylvia was running around with you. That's time. Yeah. Uh, well, mate, one of them having an absolute amazing season. At this year, or has had one, um, Dave Mundy. He was actually our full back, like half back flanker sort of defender. 
Um, but yeah, obviously transitioned himself into one of the best players in, in the midfield going around. He was, you know, obviously a really good player. We had um, blokes like Kane Tanace, Andrew Walker, um, Mark Blake was in the ruck. You know, we had a really exciting forward line um, led by Cole Sylvia and, and the like. So yeah, it was a really all-round um, strong team and a, a really great, I guess, program to be a part of as well. So... After that under-18s year, where did your footy take you? Um, well, I got invited to train with the Pies, um, spent a little bit of time down there with Collingwood, and then they were aligned with Williamstown at, at that point in time. So we, um, you know, when I didn't get a spot on the rookie list, I decided to stay at Willie um, and ended up, you know, there for four years. Um, played under Brad Gotch with blokes like, you know, Brad Lloyd got to have a few games with, Swanee and a few of the boys, you know, Shorey and and all those guys coming through and, um, you know, playing the flag down there, which is really great. And, um, and then from there, ventured across to the Dolphins, spent some time at the Dolphs, um, captain the club for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I really had a crack at the VFL for essentially as long as I could. It's a really tough um, environment to be in, that semi-professional, I guess, side of things. You have to be really resilient and professional as much as you can be competing against folks that are full-time but I'm really proud of my efforts to hang around for almost a decade and and then yeah ventured into the coaching side of things which has been cool. So with the coaching side of things buddy you've done um, local footy like at uh, St Albans I believe it was and um, over in the state league at Burnie Dockers. Um, What's the difference between there? Obviously they're two different levels of footy but I mean it's a pretty big commitment for you to move over to Tasmania and take on a um, state league job. Yeah, it was good. It was a great experience. Um, like I spent a couple of years, you know, in Geelong coaching there. Um, that gave me sort of, you know, essentially the foundations of you know how clubs operate and different stakeholders you have to deal with. You know, whether it's volunteers to um, sponsors, presidents, committee members, the trainers to the, the bootstrapper, let alone your players. Right? It's just such a huge role, and I think um, it can't be underestimated the role of the coach in community sport. Um, but then, you know, with Bernie, it was a great sort of transition for me um that is an interesting i guess set up in um in tasmania you know trying to be that state league i guess identity for the um for the state itself um really striving to to be at the highest level possible um was was a great sort of opportunity for me to learn about i guess those, that, that standard you have to set as a coach and um you know although it's not a huge state you know population wise they certainly do take their footy seriously and uh you know, no doubt they'll have. Uh, I, I really believe that the Tassie team would be really fantastic for the for the state itself. Something for you know the young people to strive to be a part of. And um, yeah, I, I learned so much. No different to a Geelong in regards to, I guess you know working with different stakeholders and so on. With um, Tasmania potentially having an AFL team, where do they play their football? Because I think there's a big divide there in it between North and South. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little bit, but look, I think um, ultimately they would have to invest into some really high high performance, um, I guess, you know, uh, equipment and I guess the ground facility set up and things like that. There would have to be a significant um, work done in that space. I'm not sure whether Bloodstone and um, Aurora Stadium would be able to, I guess, provide that, so... I'd suggest it'd have to be based in Hobart, given that the most population is there. Um, you couldn't have two, you know, a team going up playing four or five games and then five or six down in 
um, long stay in Hobart. I think there'd have to be one home, and you might play one or, or you know two maybe up at, at Launceston and, and build it in with the Hawks. Who knows? They've probably got plans for all this, no doubt. But um, yeah, you know, fingers crossed it gets done, and uh, and you know that does eventuate because uh, I think it'd be great for the state. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that as well. So obviously, after those two coaching experiences, you've moved into VFL, um, currently at Box Hill. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you've done at a couple of the VFL clubs you've been at? Yeah, interesting journey. Like, I ventured back to Williamstown, um, you know, picked up coaching um, the forward line there with Andy Collins, and it's been just a breath of fresh air working with him. Um, he's he's just such an ultimate professional, really experienced guy, understands the landscape better than anyone, you know. His record speaks for itself. Um, and then from there, I, I actually picked up a role with the Blues at Carlton. But unfortunately, when COVID hit, um, they disbanded the, the alignment with the Northern Blues. So therefore, essentially, a few of us lost our positions just through, you know, that I guess that financial strain that all the AFL clubs were hit with. Um, so it was a bit of a like, I wouldn't say a rude awakening, but it was like, well, you know, make a decision now. You know, I, I have a great job. I, I work in... Um, you know, health promotion through mental health and well-being and uh, alcohol and drugs and things like that. So it was like maybe an opportunity to get to work on my app and, and uh, do a few things outside of um, work rather than footy. Um, but when when Colo rang me again, he took on the job um, helping out Sam Mitchell um, as essentially his 2IC. Uh, I just figured that it was, a, I guess, a no-brainer. I, I did my Level 3 coaching course with Sam. I knew him a little bit. Um, you know, had obviously there was, you know, great, um, you know, I guess talk and reputation that he had in regards to the way he was coaching and where he was going with his journey. I had no idea, obviously, it eventuate so quickly into a, an AFL role, but I guess it was a no-brainer to spend some time around a, a bloke like that and be back working with Colo again. So that's how I end up at Box Hill. Yeah, so you you mentioned it's cutthroat. We won't we won't delve into how cutthroat it can be at Carlton because there's been plenty of commentary on that this week. <laughs> um, but you did mention your app, um, and this was obviously one of the reasons we wanted to get you on because I think particularly at the moment um, there are plenty of people struggling. But I know we spoke off air. Strut and I spoke with you off air a couple of months ago about your app, and I believe it's all up and running now. And I believe there's been some really big steps taken forward to get it going. So do you want to sort of tell tell our listeners a little bit about it and um, and yeah. what's happening with it? Yeah, no worries. So um, essentially, you know, the app, it's called um, Check Me. Um, we've been, I've piloted it with um, five community clubs about oh, eight months ago. Um, and then this season alone, we've, we've um, piloted the program with the Box Hill Hawks uh, over the entire season. So from... January all the way through and it's essentially just finishing up right at this point in time. Um, the app is essentially designed to just um, enable, I guess, a safe conversation to happen within the sporting club. Um, and, and the way it's designed to work is essentially we know that, you know, when you're in a club, you know, we all walk past each other and, and you know, we check in for argument's sake and we say, hey, Strut, how you going? And Strut says to me, mate, I'm going really good. And then we just go on to the next sort of thing that's happening, whether we're putting our boots on or, you know, we're going to the drill. Um, and to get a real deep, proper conversation and 
I guess, establish that rapport um, and trust in each other, that's extremely difficult for any coach at Community Semi, even elite sport, to do. So what, what we did was is we built an app where essentially it sends a notification to a player and it asks how they're feeling. And then from there, they get the options to select, you know, a feeling, um, the reason why. Could be well-being, could be um, finances, could be work, could be the sport itself. And then after that, it's essentially like, who do you want to talk to at the club? And, and what, I, what I've done with the app is we structure it up and what we call them is key contacts. So coach, mate, could be assistant coach, could be high performance, might be a welfare officer at the club, could be the president, could be could be the bootstrapper to the medical staff. And, and from there, they get to select one of those people they're really comfortable with, right? And after that, you, you can then select a method of communication. You can pick it up at the club, on the phone, and even a FaceTime, you know what I mean, and be really interactive with using technology. Could be just a simple text or a phone call. And what happens is all that information gets sent to the contact you want to talk to. So for argument's sake, it's really difficult for me to actually say to a coach, hey, man, I'd love to talk to you about, you know, my well-being at the moment. I'm actually struggling to get to training on time. I'm really struggling with my work. I just can't manage it all. I, and we know these conversations are not taking place. And then what happens is this builds up in the player and unfortunately they step away from the sport or, you know, their form deteriorates, drops away, and they're just not having the enjoyment that we want them to have in, the, in that safe space. So... That's what it's designed to do, really move past those fake conversations, pick them up quicker than normal and prevent this, I guess, you know, well-being side of things, you know, coming into place. Now, I'm not saying it's like going to solve mental health problems, but what we certainly will do with it is pick up these conversations before they get worse. Yeah, absolutely. That Everything you've just said there is spot on and I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, I have downloaded the app myself, and I'm sure plenty of others will. So just a question for those listening who might want to get their club involved. How can they do that? Because I can see here it's got all the existing clubs and there is an, an other option. How, how do our yep. Gippsland clubs get involved and, and can get their name on this app to allow their members to use it? Yeah, uh, thanks for that question, mate. Um, so at the moment, that app that you're downloading is like our essential test one. So um, it'll work for anyone, but the information is just getting sent out there, you know. So don't, don't, I wouldn't necessarily use it as one that's going to be, um, you know, <clears throat> I guess appropriate for your club and things like that. It's more of a test sort of opportunity for that. Um, in regards to the, the new app that will be available, it will be um, essentially, I guess, worked through um, our website. And, and from there, what, we, what we'll do is work with our, the clubs, essentially, you know, one-on-one to, to make sure that, you know, they can essentially download what we've established now as a club admin, so their dashboard. And then from there, they'll be able to upload all of their um, players and staff and things like that and populate, I guess, the information into the app that's nice and secure. You know, it's got all the privacy side of things covered off, two-factor um, authentic, you know, authenticity with regards to logging in and things like that, and essentially it's just really nice and protected. So um, there's a piece of work that happens with, with that. So they can just jump on the website at checkme.com.au, check it out, and uh, and get in contact with me. We hope to have it up and available for um, for football season, um, I guess, you know, next year, but it's certainly coming up into pre-season for, um, you know, our winter clubs and, and summer clubs. 
Oh, thanks for that, buddy. Um, when it's fully up and running, just send me a message and uh, we'll put it up on air thing and maybe we'll get you on another time to just to run over it when it's fully up and operational and we'll try and promote it as well for you and try and get more clubs around it. Um, how big yeah. do you want this to go? Do you want it to get to AFL clubs or what's? how big do you think this app can go? Because it sounds pretty impressive so far. Mate, it's been a really cool journey um, with the concept, to be honest, because... I wasn't really sure. I mean, I developed this essentially through a need because I was coaching, you know, um, a football club and and we were struggling to have these appropriate conversations with our players. So, and I just simply Googled, like, is there something out there that can help me pick up these conversations quicker rather than spending 40 hours a week, you know, that I don't have um, with these guys? So that's why I built it because I just couldn't find anything that could you know, drive this information to get to me quicker. Um, yeah, so look, I think in the future, Strut, where we see it going is, mate, we've had some really good conversations with the Hawks, as in Hawthorne Footy Club. Um, you know, we've just finished the pilot at the moment. We're evaluating our findings, which is really important. Um, we've, you know, I guess established the appropriate partners for the business to be able to have a state-of-the-art um, you know, I guess club admin built the app, you know, is really, really secure and supporting everyone's information and it's only going to one place. And at this point in time, it, it, it seems that we'll find a spot at the, at the AFL level with the, with the Hawthorne Footy Club. And, um, you know, we had a great conversation with them actually just yesterday with Sam and, um, and Josh, who's heads up their wellbeing. And, um, you know, we're just finalising, I guess, uh, the final touches on, on the app itself and the dashboard to allow it to work appropriately for that level of, um, you know, I get that level of, um, you know, players. And, um, you know, to get this off the, off the ground and um, and happening will be a game changer for us at Checkmate because we know that, you know, when, when you're seeing an elite club using a product such as this and we can offer that to a community in semi-professional sport, um, I think it'd be a no-brainer for clubs to jump on and be a part of. Yeah, it's fantastic, mate. And... I think a big thing from, and you've been involved in local clubs as well, is plenty of local clubs will have nights where it's discussed and there's sort of no follow-up. So if this allows there to be some follow-up, that'll be fantastic. So couldn't couldn't commend you enough on what you're doing in that space. Um, bit of nah, a change. Thanks, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry, go Yeah, I, I might <laughs> add to that. I was wanted to add to that too, yeah. I don't know, because clubs are doing amazing work, right? You know, I, I, I'm the head of good sports for the ADF and we know sporting clubs are having conversations with their players about mental health and they're raising the awareness, they're populating the information, whether it's resources and posters and stuff like that. But then once that conversation happens, what happens next? And that's that's why, honestly, I built the app because we know that sustainability in this space needs to be there and it needs to be constant. Um, so that's what the app's designed to do. And I just wanted to say, you know, congratulations to the clubs that do that. Um, all we are doing at CheckMe is building on from what they've already done. And that's perfect because I think that's exactly what a lot of clubs have needed. So, bit of a change of pace, mate. Um, obviously, we are getting to the end of August. It's coming into September. It looks like, other than AFL, there's going to be really limited football. Um, and as you were mentioned, as it was mentioned off the top, you are Strat's brother-in-law. What are the chances of you playing cricket at Halora this year? <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's oh, another mate. brother-in-law at Drawn that might have a few things to yeah. say about that. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that a loaded question? Oh, wow, because, you know, yeah, exactly. There's Trev at Druin, let alone, um, you know, I think half the clubs probably, um, you know, hate, hate me in the comp because I used to, as a young bloke, have a crack a fair bit. So um, I'm not sure whether I'm up for that barrage anymore. I'm a bit old and soft now, so I just want to have a nice, easy game and then, you know, have a beer afterwards. So um, I don't know. I, I think, it, you know, with the way things are going, it might be a little bit difficult at this point in time. I'll see you on the 2nd of October. <laughs> I might be playing footy then with what the ADFL's done. Um, just another question, probably the last question, buddy, we've got before we go to our next uh, first break, sorry. Um, you, you tell me personally that you found John Newcomb. Mate, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I found him at Phillip Island having a kick with Sam Pratt. So... I'm claiming it, absolutely. And he knows exactly what I'm talking about. I said to Williamstown, we should get this kid down. I'm not even sure Gippsland Power had him on their list. I don't know. Um, and I was watching him kick the footy, and I was like, mate, this kid is a star. He can kick both sides of the body. He's got a beautiful shape on him. Got to get him down to the system. And then, you know, the rest is history, Strider. He spent a pre-season with us, gets picked up halfway through the year. Now he's forgotten my name, so... He's moved on from it. <laughs> was, was that a bit rough on Pratty when you just left him at the other end kicking the footy by himself when you were cuddling Joy? Yeah. Pratty was doing a fitness program at the time, so he was punching out some, um, you know, shuttle runs. Very good. Does, um, is it true that Joy just works on his biceps at, uh, at um, Box Hill? Ultimate professional, mate. Ultimate professional. Uh, well, anyway, buddy, thank you for your time, and we both think, or, or I think we both agree that you're doing a brilliant job with um, the Check Me app, and we look forward to where it leads to. And um, thank you for your time. Thanks, boys. Still a great job. Enjoy and listen to you. Take it easy. Cheers. Thanks, buddy. Isn't that great, Strut? Oh, look, he, he's leading the way. Um, Jeez, it sounds like I'm just blowing, you know, what up him. Yeah, <laughs> me, me brother-in-law, my father-in-law is probably listening too, thinking how much wind can I blow up him. But well, you... to, to his credit, he's doing everything right at the moment and it's um, very impressive.